a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. KSL News Time 345. The three things you need to know this hour. First, UDOT plow drivers are trying to keep up with what feels like nonstop snowfall, and they may not get much time to catch their breath before another potential storm this weekend. I'm KSL News Radio's Adam Small. Second, one of the Salt Lake Valley's fastest growing areas is finally getting its own bar. The Department of Alcoholic Beverage Services signed off on a new bar for Bluffdale, which still doesn't have a grocery store. Third, our biggest traffic trouble spot. Southbound I-15, unusual slowdowns going through Layton and Kaysville, but on the northbound side of I-15 through Davis County, you are good to go. Southbound I-15, Salt Lake County drivers, it's already bogged down with the drive home from Murray to Sandy. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. The southern Wasatch Front dealing with snow showers this morning, but then dry. I'm Matt Johnson. 39 degrees now. KSL's top national stories from ABC News. Environmental activist Aaron Brockovich is in East Palestine, Ohio, where she will appear tonight at a town hall three weeks after a Norfolk Southern train jumped the tracks, spilling toxic chemicals. Is it a lie to stand there and say the water, the municipal water is safe today? No, but it can be misleading about what tomorrow may bring, and certainly for people on well water. The NTSB blames a wreck on an overheated axle, a problem Chair Jennifer Hamendi says was 100% preventable. One year after the Russian invasion. The spirit of the Ukrainians remains unbroken. If anything, it's stronger than ever. Secretary of State Antony Blinken speaking before the U.N. Security Council today. President Biden met virtually with G7 leaders and Ukraine's President Zelensky, promising U.S. aid to Ukraine will continue. Disgraced attorney Alex Murdoch was back on the witness stand again in his double murder trial. While in Africa, Dr. Jill Biden said her husband plans to run again. He just needs to make it official. Daria Albinger, ABC News. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. KSL News Time 347 Time for the KSL In-Depth. Today, of course, is the one-year anniversary of the Russian invasion of Ukraine, 
And Ukrainians now living in Utah remain bonded and supported by their friends. Anna Barishok, president of the Utah Ukrainian event, uh, Utah Ukrainian Association, says for her, her family and friends back home, the events of the war have become a way of life. I do have relatives in um, several cities in Ukraine, and um, I do, you know, talk to them on a regular basis, and I actually just talked to my friends today um, that I know for, I don't know, around 30 years, um, and, you know, they they kind of told me that everybody kind of is used to this situation right now, you know, so people just trying to have normal life, and, um, you know, they don't really pay attention as much anymore to, like, sirens or whatever's happening, you know, even not really watching news much because it gets really depressing. (laughs) Even with the continuing attack, she says there remains an optimism in Ukraine, a feeling that the resilience of the country and the support they're getting from abroad will result in a positive ending. Actually, yes. Um, My friend today even said that he said that they they really feel that Ukraine is going to win and they're going to be free again. And, you know, they're staying optimistic that um, some solution will uh, or resolution will happen soon. And, you know, hopefully this whole nightmare will end. Um, but they, they understand that it takes time and it's, you know, things are not happening as fast as they wish, but they're staying optimistic. That's Anna Barashok, president of the Utah-Ukrainian Association. There's going to be a rally at the Utah State Capitol building tomorrow from 1 to 3 p.m. with speakers and a performance by a Ukrainian choir. It's on the steps of the Utah State Capitol, and it is open to the public. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.